Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corrine Phelps, your host. I'm a business and growth coach, money mindset expert, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me all over from working in finance to owning a boutique fitness studio. I found myself burnt out, miserable, and questioning everything. Saying things to myself like, there's got to be more to life than this. Refusing to settle for a mediocre existence, I went all in, learning how to harness untapped potential and rewire the subconscious mind to create an extraordinary life. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, building a business, creating community, building wealth, and doing what it takes to just freaking go for it. My mission is to help you align to your purpose, Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. I am so excited to share Abby Young with you today. Abby is from the San Francisco Bay Area and is a certified fashion stylist from the Fashion Style Institute. She's a member of the Association of Image Consultants International, is certified in a color analysis and a published educational stylist. She wants women and men to feel confident and have a positive self image by figuring out each person's specific fashion style and person. It is possible to achieve that everlasting confidence. I know I am going to learn something amazing about style and color today from Abby, and so will you. So tune in and prepare to expand your fashion style today with Abby. Hello, super expanders. How are you doing? I'm so excited to share with you, Abby Young. Hi, <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. I'm I'm so excited for this conversation to, for you to share what you do, who you are, all of the things. Because I don't know, I just think it's it's super super cool. So we just waste no time around here, primarily because the time is really like one of my core values. And actually just recently, someone was just telling me how I like sometimes can be a little bit too direct. And I was like, Oh, you know, like time is like one of my core values. And like, it's like my love language to be like, just to go straight for it. But that's not how it is for for everyone. But I'm also trying to break away from the, the first question that we ask someone being, Hey, what do you do? Because what we do isn't fully our identity. So I I think it would be wonderful if you would share with the audience, if you could just tell us a little bit about who Abby is deep down to, to the essence, to the core. Yeah, that's a wonderful question to start with. Um, You know, I am a very confident yet sensitive human being. Um, I pride myself on being able to help others discover their confidence and their true self through clothing and how they portray themselves. Um, I love helping others and serving others. I'm very kind and generous. Um, some business qualities. I'm very efficient. People describe me as conscientious. So, you know, if we have a date on the calendar, I'm on it (laughs) exactly at that time. Um, that's a little bit who I am. 
Oh, so it sounds like we, we share a similar almost core value there. <laughs> yes, time. Uh, time important. and being efficient because efficiency is time, being yes. succinct. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I love that. So you kind of started to, to dive into a little bit about confidence and clothing having a very intertwined relationship. How did that start to present itself in, in your own life? How did you really start to become aware of that and how much it actually impacted just your own confidence? Great question. I think I started to become aware of clothes back in middle school. I think middle school is a time where kids are growing and changing, especially with their bodies. And they're really discovering who they are separate from their parents. And you know, being cool or making friends is so important at that age. So to find your crowd, I noticed a lot of it kind of depended on what you were wearing. So specifically when I was in middle school in the, in the two thousands, um, you know, if you didn't have the Ugg boots, then you were going to be in the popular crowd. Or, you know, if you're wearing, a, you know, Pokemon graphic team, maybe you're going to be in the nerdy crowd. And so I noticed that clothing really made an impact from, you know, those middle school years. But I also didn't want it to define who you are and like pigeonhole or make you like stuck in a specific stereotypical group of people. So I think like subconsciously from then, I always was conscious of how I was dressing because I didn't want to be to specifically fit in, you know, the popular crowd or the nerdy crowd. I wanted to be able to be friends with whoever I wanted to be friends with. Um, and then, you know, moving into high school, I started just being friends with a lot of different groups. And I really believe that it was because I dressed for myself and I dressed part of how I wanted to express myself. So I call my closet, like my art collection. Um, so, you know, whatever I'm wearing is a part of my self-expression. And I think that helped me not get stuck into a particular group of people. Um, And that's, that's kind of how it all started for me. Yeah. I love that you made that connection. I was just thinking about a lot of things that just from my childhood. So I went to a, a private school, so I had to wear a uniform and I hated wearing my uniform. I was always like in this, like kind of fudging things to put your own spin on it, but you're like kind of bending the rules, but not bending them so much that, that you get called out for bending the rules. And I feel like it was like a little metaphorical for the rest of my entire life. But what I think is really interesting about that is when I graduated from high school, cause I wore a uniform all, all the way through high school and got to college, I was like, I feel like I don't even know how to dress myself. This is so weird. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so I've like went through this whole, um, 
era in college, especially where, you know, we tend to wear like super comfy clothes in, in college, at least that's was how I went into it thinking like, Oh, sweatpants and sweatshirt and like whatever. And I would get to class and sometimes other people would not be wearing those kinds of clothes. Right. And I would all, was like hyper aware of my, myself at that point where like other people were maybe dressed a little bit nicer. And I was, had been accustomed to being in this uniform all of the time. And that's kind of just like the, how we, I don't know, that's how we were in high school. Right. It was just like comfy stuff, right. Sweatpants under your uniform skirt and like just rolling up, like not putting makeup on, not really trying because, and then you got to college and I didn't know how to dress myself and I didn't know how to show up, but I became keenly aware of actually how much it really affects the energy, um, that we put out there. And I even remember like back then reading some article that kind of blew my mind, which is not, it's not mind blowing now, but how dressing, like if you're going to take an exam, you should dress up in like, like, like you're going to the office kind of clothes. And it really affects your performance when you, when you do like a test in college. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh my goodness. That brings to mind um, this theory in the fashion and style world called enclosed cognition. So basically different clothes that you're wearing, such as professional clothes, they symbolize power or confidence. So this theory is if you're wearing a certain color or a certain um, clothing item based on its symbolization, you will then feel that way and portray that. So interesting question though, is it that you feel that way or the people in your, in your orbit, in the presence feel that way? And then you start to mirror or like vice versa. Do because there's like so much messaging that our clothes puts off to other people that we don't realize to what you were just saying prior. And so Mm -hmm. like, it almost makes me kind of what comes first, the chicken or the egg. Do you actually feel confident or do people presume your confidence, which then makes you feel certain, more certain in yourself? Oh yeah. So I think that it starts with the person wearing the clothes and those particular clothes make you feel that way. So if you're wearing yellow, you're going to feel a little bit happier and then you're portraying that energy. And then therefore the people pick up your energy who are seeing you wearing that. Hmm. So now this makes me want to go down another whole, like kind of rabbit hole because we're talking about energy and colors. So do you feel like pieces of clothing have like their actual own, like energy resonance that actually affects your own personal? Yes, I do believe that I, you know, part of my niche as a personal stylist is color psychology. So I really do believe that based on the colors you're wearing and some different pieces, um, it really affects how you're feeling and your mood. So I think that you can purposefully change your mood by switching from like a black t-shirt to maybe something brighter. But I also think that it does depend on personal awareness to some degree. Yeah, I love this. This, this is like, I find this super fascinating. So let's talk about this since we're talking about color psychology. Can you give us like a, a quick like rundown of 
symbolically what the colors hold, like if like yes. red, yellow, purple, pink, like all of it. So yes. people can start to see like, oh, that's my favorite color. Well, I, that's maybe why, because it makes me feel this way. Yes, totally. So black is going to be power and confidence. If you are meeting with, I'm, you know, I help one of my clients who's a lawyer, she's meeting with a client who may be more aggressive, or she needs to make a very strong appearance, I will say, you know, go for black, because it really portrays strength and authority. Uh, brown portrays that you're not threatening, you're stable, supportive, reliable, I would recommend wearing brown to a business conference or anytime you're working with a team or you're with your colleagues. Um, green is going to portray a sense of calm um, and elegance. Blue is trust and blue can be really great to wear when you're meeting new potential clients or new people. Um, purple portrays creativity and artistic power. Light purple is a little different. It has more of a spiritual um, symbolism. Red, it can be similar to black. It um, symbolizes strength and authority. Pink, um, such as fuchsia, is going to be um, vivaciousness. Raspberry, friendly and intelligent. Orange is friendly, um, warmth and earthliness. And then lastly, yellow is cheerful and stimulating. Oh, I love it. I love it. So good. So do you think that, I guess then it, blending the colors, then kind of you're able to add more oomph, like if you were putting brown and blue together, because it would kind of start to bring that sort of trust and that grounded feeling, um, that collaboration forward if you were doing it in the group context or meeting a new client perhaps totally I think that's a great thought for instance if you want to look both powerful and trustworthy you might stick with your typical black suit but then wear a blue shirt underneath to show that you're still trustworthy and you're not just all about trying to make that sale or whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> mm. So we're all going to now be like, Hmm, is that the energy she's trying to, to put off? Is she, is she trying to enroll me in her color psychology? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I love that. I have a question for you. Have you joined the super expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. Text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. I send out weekly tips and inspiration to help you grow your business, to step into your wealthiest, most highest self, to harness your full potential and live an exceptional and extraordinary life. And the best part is it's really me sending those messages. So text me, say hello, and send me your questions. So your interest and your passion started in, in the, back in like 
in middle school. Translate that to now, fast forward into your adult life. What is it that really spurred you to want to bring this forward to support other people? I think I've seen myself um, transform mentally um, and find my true self um, and want to like actualize my highest potential through dis- self-discovery, which personally happened for me during college. And I want everyone to be able to have that. I want everyone to be able to reflect who they are, but not just um, who they are, but who they are confidently. Um, and be able to reach their dreams. Because I think through clothing, you really, um, first impressions really matter. And in less than a second, people are making that first impress impression or that judgment. And so I think purposefully thinking about the clothing you're wearing, um, being conscious of the impact it has can affect the way you feel about yourself, how you're making connections with others, and then the ability to to reach your goals. Yeah. So, so powerful. So in all of those realizations that kind of brought you into the business that you have today, helping other people bring that forth in just like their own personality, their confidence and through, through their clothing, there had to have been a mentor, a person who inspired you, a super expander, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'd love, I'd love to hear a super expander story. Like who's been a super expander in your life? Yes. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to my cousin, Andrea. Um, she has truly been a one of a kind super expander in my life. Ever since I grew up, I'm thinking like elementary school days, neither of my parents were into fashion. They weren't very into clothes. They didn't care about what they wore per se. Um, And I grew up in the Midwest, so I don't feel like fashion was very prominent, such as LA or New York. But what I noticed from my older cousin was that she always made such a good first impression. And she was always put together and just dressed very well. And I noticed that because of the way she was dressing, it appeared that she, it was giving her more confidence. And then therefore she was making more friends, more connections and not feeling limited in what she could do. So as like a fun family thing, what I used to do in starting in elementary school was go school, school shopping with my cousin every year and just continuing that up until I think like eighth grade really made a, a good impression on me being able to, to just realize like clothes are not just a surface level thing that a lot of people think. I think clothing psychology is, is so real and it's, it's deeper than, than a lot of people see on the surface. So just seeing her expand her life. Um, she's been in marketing 
was in real estate and now she actually owns a boutique in Sioux Falls. So that has been really inspirational to me, being able to see everything that she's been able to do. And she's my super expander. Ah, I love that. I love that it's your cousin that you guys have such Mm -hmm. a close relationship. I also love that she took this journey that essentially sounds like it was always her passion. If you guys were shopping when you were younger together and now she now she has a boutique. How cool is that? I love, I love kind of like full circle stories like that. Um, so questions kind of like about your business and what it looks like to work with you. And I think that probably there are some people listening like, oh, you know, she's, she's like a stylist. I would never be able to afford to work with a stylist. They must, you must only like help people buy like really expensive clothes. So let's, Let's talk about that because I think there's a perception of working with someone and thinking that you have to be able to, you know, shop at like Barney's or Bergdorf's to be able to hire a stylist and look and feel your best. Exactly. I think a lot of people are under the impression that stylists are only for celebrities, but that is completely not true. When I'm working with my clients, I may help them all feel like celebrities. Um, But my services are all customizable depending on their needs. So if someone, for instance, is focused on sustainability and specifically wants to only shop at ethical stores, then that would be our focus. Or maybe someone is more budget conscious, perhaps they went to private schools their whole life, maybe they're coming out of college, not really knowing how to dress themselves for the professional world, perhaps they have interviews coming up, Um, I can jump in and work with them based on their budget. Um, Again, from the sustainability standpoint, maybe they want to source some, you know, secondhand or vintage items to save money. Otherwise, I do my best at being a super shopper and finding the best deals for them um, that are at some stores that I feel like the average person can afford. I love that. I love that. See, you ha- there's an offering for every every budget. I've never even actually considered when I've thought of like how, like working with a stylist that there there would be like vintage even secondhand situations coming in to play there. So I feel like for some people that could be really really exciting, right? Yes. Yeah, I love that. So in all of this, that the work that you do, which is so fascinating, um, there has to be a something that really drives you like your North star, something that is really rooted in like a deep feeling within, in yourself. And I say that because it's, it's amazing to have big external goals, but they they only carry us so far. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm always fascinated to know what the like core driver is of, of, of everybody else. Yes. This might sound cliche, but fashion is truly my passion. Just speaking about it with you right now is lighting me up. Um, I think the ultimate North Star, what lights me up about fashion styling is, is being able to creatively express myself whether and help other people express themselves. So if I'm working with personal clients, 
helping them discover their style or show off what their style is lights me up. Um, if I'm styling commercial or editorial, being able to not only express my point of view, but my team's point of view and the goal of the project really lights me up. So I think it combines the fact that I love using clothes for my own self-expression, but then helping other people use it for theirs. And then whether it be a team goal as well. Oh, I love that. I'm also kind of just thinking about the dynamic of being what you do being, there's just no separation from what you do to just like regular, like your own life. And while some people might be like, whoa, business being separate from life. I actually think that that there really isn't uh, any separation um, that when we build our business around our life really is the thing that makes it sustainable. It makes it, um, I'm searching for the exact word here, but I feel like that that is really, truly the thing that is the key to massive success. And there's no such thing as balance. And when we integrate these things like this, our business and our life in that way, something that you're so passionate about that so seamlessly interfaces and integrates into your own life. I feel like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like the, this, this guy's the limit, right. Or not the sky isn't even the limit. Yes, exactly. I, that completely resonates with me because one of the things that I've often thought, while running this business and doing what I love is that I could do this without making any money or I'm not necessarily thinking about my the money that I'm making when I'm working with my personal styling clients or working on these fashion styling projects because I love it so much. So I almost have to be more conscious of, okay, like I need to, you know, charge for this. I need to invoice them because I love what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, that's it, that we must energetic, have an energetic exchange that feels good and is, is equal, right? Because that that's how business works. <laughs> that actually makes me think though. So in this integration of life and, and business, are there days though, when you feel like tremendous pressure to show up and be like rocking the coolest outfit ever, but then you're like, oh, maybe today's outfit isn't so cool. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I think that my personal life and work definitely cross over because I find myself relaxing, like searching, checking out new, new collections or new clothing items. But then I'm also thinking about clients at the same time. Um, and I, because of that, I feel like sometimes it's ongoing, like my work really never stops. So there are days when I've worked maybe 12 days in a row where I hit that wall and I'm supposed to get dressed up for wherever I'm going, or even the fact that I'm representing my own brand. So the, you know, if I go to the grocery store or wherever I go, I should essentially be, be dressing to represent my brand, but you're right. There are some days where I'm just too tired and I want to, you know, throw on some sweats. But I think because again, because I love fashion and clothes so much, um, 
I'll grab, you know, my, my cute, comfy sweats, you know, (laughs) sweats, but make it fashion. Yes. (laughs) I I love that. That's, I I was wondering, cause it is, you're like a walking billboard, right? So I was like, that's kind of sometimes the pressure a little bit. You're like, Ooh, feeling it today. Exactly. Definitely. And I have to remind myself, you know, if I'm teaching my clients, like it's important to be conscious of what you're wearing. I also need to go by, you know, what I'm telling them as well. Yeah. You got to walk the walk and practice what you preach, right? All the things. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I feel like I might've like caught my hairstylist one time at the like grocery store or something. And I was like, Oh, nice hat you're wearing. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, that is something that, you know, just put on some big sunnies and a huge hat, just disguise yourself a little bit. Yeah. And I feel like those are the times where, you know, I'm trying to not be seen and I end up being seen. So you never know. <laughs> 100%. And of course we are all human. You do not have to look perfect all of the time. Just, yeah. just a, just a thought, just a question. So if, you were to kind of like sum up into like one little golden nugget of wisdom or parting words of advice. Cause I know, I know you are busy. So this has been an amazing conversation. We'll, we'll leave a little bit left for the, the second time that we have you back on the podcast here. So let's, let's wrap it up in a nice little bow and, and leave the listeners with some, some little juicy nugget. Mm. I want to leave them with the fact that looking good is means feeling good. And those two are interchangeable. So if you look good, you're going to feel good. And if you're feeling good, you are also going to look good, not just clothing wise, but in your face and your expressions and your posture, how you're holding yourself. I'm going to leave them with that to think about. Oh, I I like that. That actually kind of makes me think of the outfit that, you know, you, you buy and you put on, but it like, just doesn't quite fit you. Right. But it was like cute. Right. And you're like, I'm just going to put this thing in the whole time. It's like, and it's like making you not stand up straight or feel like you're having to suck your tummy in more than is normal. And the whole time you're just feeling a little bit awkward. And so it's kind of like a check-in, right? So if you're feeling like that, that's the energy you're putting out there. So it's not worth it. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, sometimes if they're, yeah, if you're wearing an outfit that doesn't make you feel as good, but you know, you have, you're going to be, you know, at a speaking engagement, you don't have time to change. My advice would be just fake it till you make it. If you fake, if you can fake that you're feeling good, I think other people will believe that. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's sometimes that is what is called of us, right. Is to, yes. to do that. <laughs> yeah. So as the listeners are, are kind of processing everything, I know that they want to know how to find you. So what's the best way to get into your world? Yes. The best way to get into my world is probably finding me on Instagram. It's Abby Young Styling. Um, my website is also Abby Young Styling. So if you type in Abby Young Styling, you can find me on Instagram, my website, or even LinkedIn. Feel free to connect with me on a DM or shoot me a message. I love when everything is seamless and straightforward like that. <laughs> It'll all be in the show notes for you guys to find 
with ease if you need that support as well. Thank you so much for being here today, for sharing your light, your wisdom, all the things. It's been such a fun conversation. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.